0: Welcome to the Grace for This City podcast. We're helping you turn your city upside down. Hey, I'm your host, Justin Goff. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. All right. Hey, thank you for tuning in. This is the Grace for This City podcast. I'm your host, Justin. Hey, we're helping you turn your cities upside down. How are we doing that? Well, we're giving you scriptural motivation and strategies so you can get out there and get some stuff done for your king, King Jesus, that is. And I'm telling you, friends, there's no better person to be working for than for him. There's a lot of little kings. There's a lot of little lords out there. But I'm telling you, the king of kings and the Lord of lords, he wants you. So don't delay, friends. Accept Jesus Today And if you've never called out on him, if you've never said, hey, I am in desperate need, I am in a dark place, if you've never called on his name, friend, you need to do it today. Again, do not delay call on Jesus today, friend. And listen, if we can help you in that process, reach out to us. But I'm sure there's probably somebody within arm's reach of you right now that's just waiting for you to come to that place where you say, hey, I want to go on with Jesus. So hallelujah. But thank you again for tuning in. Hey, I've got a very special guest. This is a special day. We needed a special guest. This is our 100th episode. That's right. 100 episodes. It's been what a trip, what a journey. So honored, though, that we can uh, present the word in this uh, fashion and using this format. But I'm joined today in the studio by a good friend of mine, brother Joe Franta.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Hey, welcome, brother. It's good to be here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so I, I reached out to uh Brother Joseph I said hey uh you know i would love to have you on the uh podcast can you talk about prayer can you talk about intercession and uh, I believe you said it's one of your favorite subjects is that uh, is absolutely. that right so man I'm so glad you are here so hey without any further ado tell us a little bit though um you know you you you, you and your wife both you travel the world uh, you teach in bible schools all over tell us a little bit about some of the things that you have done and are doing
1: okay well uh Jerry and I have been doing international ministry for 36 years. Wow. Uh, we I love it. Started in Mexico. Uh, then we went throughout Central America, South America. And then of course we broke into Europe, Africa. Uh, we went in and out of Russia for many years. We've been in Ukraine. Oh, wow. Uh, You've
0: been in the Ukraine.
1: We've been in Egypt. We've been in Pakistan. Uh, we've been in Israel and I don't know it goes, but, The Lord has sent us we we don't go places unless we know we're sent by the Lord and so we have been so blessed and so honored to be able to train teach and train many leaders and pastors and many uh, Bible schools uh, students and uh, church uh, people and we have taught them a lot on the area of prayer Uh, we do have a course called the dynamics of prayer uh, I'm not going to go into that today because our subject today is the art of intercession. Uh, by the way, we are Rhema Bible School uh, graduates. Yay, Rama! And uh, we love Rhema, and we love uh, the faith message, and uh, Brother Hagen, uh is really our spiritual father in many yes. ways. Yeah, And so uh, we're so grateful for being able to have a foundation placed in us by the Word of God and uh, by the Spirit of God, by anointed people who knew the spirit of God and knew how to move and operate in the spirit of God. And so uh, without any further ado, I'd like to start this teaching
0: Yes, please, because
1: it's so important. You know, the art of intercession is a very powerful form of prayer. There are many different kinds of prayer, but intercession is really what Jesus is doing at the right hand of the father. And there's many scriptures mm-hmm. to support that. And of course, the present day ministry of Jesus Christ is intercession. And that's very clear from the scriptures. And I want to look at a few scriptures today uh, and just give you a little, uh, you know, kind of map out for you uh, show you the landscape of the subject of intercession in the scriptures. Because if you see the dynamics of intercession and how intercession plays on events in this world, and how it affects everything that goes on in this world and also it is the vehicle that God uses to bring forth his plan and his purpose on this earth. Thank you. And Lord. if we want to advance the purposes of God and the plans of God, then we've got to hook up with the Holy Spirit,
0: yeah. Who yeah.
1: who knows the mind of God yeah. and of course the heart of God. And the Holy Spirit will teach us how to pray. And I'm not going to get into that so much today as kind of the mechanics of intercession, because uh, I want to turn, first of all, to Romans chapter 8, verse 26. And I'm going Romans to read, uh, be reading this out of the uh, King James Version, but you can follow it in any version you have out there. Okay. Uh, in Romans eight twenty six, I think it's real appropriate to start off uh, the art of intercession with this. It's talking about praying in the spirit. And uh, it says here, likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities. Well, our infirmity is we don't understand everything about the plan of God and what he wants to do, what he wants to accomplish, who he wants to use, where he wants to do it, and uh, how far reaching God's plans actually are. Uh, God's plans uh, span the entire globe. He's got a plan for every city, every country, every nation, every person.
0: Yeah, he's that 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 word wasn't referring to. He's he's helping us in our physical sickness yes. or disease, not in this context here.
1: Well, it, it could refer to that, but really in, in the greater context, yeah. it is exactly that. Right, yeah, it, it, it's uh, giving, it's it's merging our hearts through prayer, right, with the plan of God. And the plan of the Holy Spirit for this earth.
0: Because what, like 1 Corinthians says, what knows the mind of God except for the spirit of God? So he's given us his spirit so that we can be in tune with what he's thinking and the plan and the revelation, et cetera. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, right, right.
1: And so uh, that word help there that we just mentioned, uh, the spirit helpeth our infirmities, that word in the Greek means to take hold together with. Mm. So when we begin to pray in the spirit, pray in other tongues, we're taking hold together with the Holy spirit who knows the mind, the plan,
0: yeah. the will wow. of God. Wow.
1: He knows the whole plan of God throughout the ages from beginning to end. Yeah. And if we want to have a uh, communion in prayer, with the throne room of God, we have to do it through the spirit. Yeah. There is no way, you know, it says by one spirit, we have access to the father. Yeah, yeah. So how do we get access? It's by the spirit. By the spirit, right. And so, you know, this is something so important. God has given us speaking in tongues as a divine language to where we can access God's presence, his power, his throne, mm-hmm. and also his plans can be downloaded mm-hmm. into us. Mm-hmm. And we can see by a spirit of revelation what God is wanting to accomplish uh, in our lives, our area, our state, our nation. I love that. So here we are in verse 26. Likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities or our weaknesses. For we know not what we should pray as we ought, but the spirit himself maketh intercession for us or through us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So the Holy Spirit wants a vessel to pray through. Hmm. He wants a vessel hmm. to work through. He wants a vessel, uh, to an open vessel, so that he can bring forth God's plans and purposes on the earth. Now verse twenty-seven. And he that searches the hearts actually, that is Christ. And you can see that in the book of Revelation, but I'm not going to go into that now. And he that searches the hearts knoweth what the mind of the spirit is. So the, the Holy Spirit, it says in John 16, communicates what's on God's mind to us. Mm-hmm. He takes the things of God and he reveals them to us. That's in John chapter 16 and 13. Maybe we should go there for just a minute.
0: I I love this passage, John 14, 15, 16, 17. Oh, it's just, oh oh, man, it's rich, isn't it?
1: These are Jesus' uh, really instructions uh, before he left to his disciples are all contained in these chapters. But in in John 16, 13, Uh, it says, however, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. In other words, expand your Understanding, expand your knowledge into all truth for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear that shall he speak and he will show you things to come. He'll actually reveal the plan of God to your life. Yeah. He'll actually reveal God's plans for your nation, your yeah. city, your business,
0: Hallelujah.
1: your family. It goes on and on. There's no limit. Jesus said in verse 14, he shall glorify me for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. All things that the father has are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine and shall show it to you. Mm -hmm. He uses the word show. That really implies revelation. Yeah. That really in, implies that God is showing you things in the spirit while you're praying. Yeah, uh, You're being impressed with, with certain things. And the mind of God is being revealed to you as you pray. Yeah. Now let's go back to that wow. uh, in Romans 8. In Romans 8, we have uh, quite an instruction. This is a chapter of the overcomers, the victors, And in Romans eight, it talks about, uh, verse 27. And he that searches the hearts knoweth what the mind of the spirit is Mm. because he maketh intercession for the saints, according to the will of God.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So the Holy Spirit only knows how to pray one way. And that is (laughs) to pray the will of God. (laughs) I
0: love that. I love I mean, that. The
1: Holy Spirit, prays the will of God. So that's why we need to pray in the Spirit. So you're
0: saying we can trust the Holy Ghost. We can trust the Holy Spirit.
1: You may not He's understand praying, yeah. what you're praying at first, but I'll tell yeah. you, as you get as you go along praying in the Spirit, the, you'll be taking hold together with the Holy Spirit. But then there'll be a time where it switches over, and He'll just be taking hold of you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You become and, like that. Yeah. You become that 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 vessel or the mouthpiece then by which He can literally. Whether or not we're cognitive, maybe right. we don't understand whether natural, but we're literally praying out God's perfect will concerning is, a situation.
1: That is so, so right, so correct, so <laughs> true. You know, and this huge. Is, th- it's huge. It's wow. huge because you know God has the last wow. say on the earth. Yeah, we all need to know that. And the Holy Spirit is the vehicle that God uses uh, in the church to bring forth His plan through the church. Uh, to manifest it in the world now verse 28 and we know that all things work together for good you know everything that's good comes from god every good thing comes down from yeah above yeah, from the, the father, father of lights, lights. with whom yeah. there is no turning or uh shifting of shadow in other words god doesn't change his mind about anything right yeah <laughs> uh the lord has established his throne in the heavens and his sovereignty rules over all, yeah. the Bible says. Yeah. And so God has a perfect plan. Uh, you know, David said in the Psalms, he maketh my way perfect. Well, that's for sure. He mm. gives us a perfect plan. And the Bible also says, uh, in Romans 12, one, it says that the plan of God is good, acceptable and mm-hmm. perfect. And perfect. Yeah. So you're praying out good things. Mm hmm. Uh, acceptable things mm-hmm. and the perfect plan of and God when yeah. you're praying in the Spirit. Wow. It's so powerful. And then he goes on in verse 28. I just want to mention this before I go on to some other scriptures. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Mm-hmm. So as we pray, in the spirit, the operation of God is released to work everything out for good in our lives. In other words, he begins. there begins to become a divine alignment. I guess I would say it that wow. way. Yeah. In I other like words, that. God begins to divinely align our lives with his will and plan and purpose as we pray in the Holy Ghost. And the plans and the purposes of God are available to every single believer, every single Christian, every single pastor and leader. We don't have to be in the dark about anything because Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, Yeah. but you'll have the light of life. Hmm. So I want to go on a little bit further here.
0: Wait, Joe, let me ask go you ahead. a question. Sorry. I'm going to jump in here. I don't want to get you off track, but I hear a lot of people, they claim that verse 28 and they <laughs> you know, and they they have this this paradigm that, hey, you know what, I love God, everything's gonna work out for me. But but we can't just take that verse out of the contextual revelation yes, here. Right. He's saying, Look, the Holy Spirit is revealing to you God's perfect will. Yes. And as he's revealing that, uh, now some of it's being prayed out as a mystery because it's in tongues. But when it does come into understanding, you can either you can have an interpretation or you can have a word of knowledge, whatever. What I'm saying is sure. things work out for us because we are aligning with God's revealed perfect plan. Not just, not just because, hey, I love God and I can do whatever I want yeah. and everything's going to work out. That's not really what that verse is trying to say, is it? No, not at all. It, like, it's exactly it's going to work out. It. Yes, it's going to work out when you align with his will. <laughs>
1: That's right. And, you know, the Holy Spirit, he is doing a work in us as we pray right let's yeah. not forget that yeah we're not just praying for things we're also praying in the spirit of God and he's bringing us into communion
0: with God yeah, okay. while yeah. we pray conformity yeah to the image yeah yeah sure. to
1: the image and there is a communion in prayer that happens when we pray in the spirit it's amazing wow because the spirit of God is the one that releases the presence of God on the earth. The Holy Spirit is the one who activates the gifts of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who actually allows us to experience a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. Wow! Yes, it is a yes. spirit. That's yeah. what Paul prayed in yeah. Ephesians chapter one. Exactly. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, would give to you give a to spirit of wisdom yeah. and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Yeah. Uh, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you would know the hope of His calling. Uh, what are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints, and what is the surpassing greatness of mm-hmm. His power? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot, a lot of dynamics that are going on sure. uh, when we're praying, and so I want to go on just yeah. to, uh, because I want to, uh, I want people to see that Jesus is interceding for us.
0: Mm, thank you. And Lord.
1: Uh, let's go first of all, since we're in Romans eight uh, to verse thirty four. Uh, We'll start in verse 33. Pick up at verse 33. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Mm. That's one of the parts of our prayer armor is the breastplate of righteousness. We have the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. And so we have the right and privilege of entering his presence at any time. And we can come boldly to the throne room of grace to receive his mercy, his love uh, and grace in the time of our need. So it says here in verse 34, who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for, for us. us. Yeah. So I think this is one of the most comforting verses in the Bible <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you know, We all go through a lot of things. We're going through tests and trials and, you know, different things are going on in many areas of our lives. And, but Jesus is interceding for us. He's making intercession for us. And I'll guarantee you one thing. If Jesus is making intercession (laughs) for us, it's heard (laughs) uh, before the father and it's done. (laughs) I believe it's done. You know, uh, I, I I don't know. I, I like the word done a lot. I like the past tense of God's word a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, when we pray in faith, based on the scriptures, uh, the Bible, and let's turn there for just a minute in First uh, John chapter 5.
0: Okay. And
1: verse 14 and 15. I want to just mention this because we have to be praying in faith. But that's our privilege. The Bible says, let the righteous man live by faith.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So in John five, fourteen and fifteen, it goes on and says this, and this is the confidence, mm, mm. the assurance. You might say the witness that we get from the Holy Spirit.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of saying that.
1: That we have in Him in Christ, that if we ask anything according to His will, well, we know the Holy Spirit only prays the will of God. Only prays. Yeah. So we're asking for the will of God to be done. You,
0: you, you'll never be able to blame. Holy ghost, and man, you missed it, holy ghost, and I was praying over here with you, and you were off track. We'll never be able to blame we'll you. We'll never be able to say no, that, no. no. Um, anyway, so,
1: and this is the confidence that we have before him, that if we ask anything according mm, to his will, mm. he hears us. Yes. So now we know another place we obtain when we're praying in the spirit. We're obtaining a place before God, where he's absolutely hearing us. Wow, wow. Uh, selfishness is removed, and uh, you know personal wow. agendas are remo- are removed, and and we are totally open to only what God wants to do while we pray in yeah. the Holy Spirit.
0: Yeah. Now you're you're saying if we come down into the soul realm or the natural realm or p- praying sometimes according to our understanding, we could be off slightly, but we're talking yes. about when we pray in the Holy Ghost, right? There is no way we're praying off. No, we're we're right on target. Right on target every time.
1: Yeah, we're right on target every single time. So we
0: could look at something in the natural and pray with our understanding and try and apply some sort of natural understanding to it and be slightly, slightly off. But if we're praying over something in the Spirit, there's no way we're off. It removes error. I love that, man. And prayer. <laughs> Are you all listening to this? That, that is phenomenal. Like, this is so simple but yet it's so profound <laughs>
1: i'll tell you what, what when god poured out the holy spirit on the day of pentecost and uh, oh, what a gift of course they were all praying in other tongues people from many different countries were there hearing them in their own languages yeah. it was a supernatural supernatural event that yeah. was transpiring and yeah. manifesting in people and the holy spirit was taking people out of their natural, uh, whatever environment, and bringing them into a powerful experience of God's presence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole city, it says, "Wow, were, were shaken," and they were saying, "Well, what is this? What's, What's going, going on, on here yeah. in Jerusalem? All Jerusalem was aware that something supernatural was coming. Wow. And that's the other thing about praying in tongues." Uh, praying in tongues releases the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It also releases the supernatural to work wow. yeah. and to manifest. And so, if we want to see the miracles that God wants us to experience, they come through Holy Spirit inspired prayer.
0: Wow, wow.
1: Everything in the okay. earth, as far as the church is concerned, is birthed in prayer. Mm. I'm all for organizations, and that's great. But as far as the anointing is concerned, you cannot produce the anointing mm. through just an organization. You can produce it though through prayer. Mm. And when mm. you pray, it'll give life to any organization <laughs> uh, and, and put them on the right track with God yeah, yeah. and get them involved with what God's doing. So we, wow. we cannot be without the Holy spirit. He's the teacher. He's the guide. Yeah. And he's the one God put inside. Okay, so he's <laughs> the one that. that God gave us to guide <laughs> oh, us, lead you. us, instruct us. Throughout the day, as we stay in a place in the Spirit, as we walk in the Spirit, as has been exhorted many times in the Bible, walk by the Spirit, we will not carry out the desire of the flesh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When we walk by the Spirit, really what we're doing is, we're walking with God on this earth every step we take when we take a, a step out of the spirit like if we get out of love or we're talking you know I don't know talking things that are not that don't really matter <laughs> right uh, you know we can take take a step out of that place but if we'll if we'll just pray in the spirit and keep in an attitude of prayer you know there's a verse that says Pray without ceasing. Well, of course, you know, we all have different things that God has us doing, but it's an attitude, Mm -hmm. an attitude where, and Paul also said, be instant in prayer, Mm -hmm. and so that means if we're walking in the Spirit, we can sense the impression, the promptings of the Holy Spirit for us to pray. Mm. So we can start praying in the Spirit, driving in our car, yeah, yeah, uh, at our home, or whatever. But we want to stay in that in a place in God, and prayer really helps us to stay in a place in God. If you get separated from prayer for any length of time, you are going to find that um, you are more influenced by the natural realm. But you can you can uh, avoid that and quickly get back into a place in the Spirit of God by just praying in the Spirit.
0: I, I that made me think of a, I think it was the I think it was Smith Wigglesworth, the great apostle of faith. Yes. But he said, "I never pray more than thirty minutes, but I never go thirty minutes without praying." <laughs>
1: <laughs> really so he he was being instant in prayer. he wasn't?
0: was yeah like yeah. this morning I got in the car and I sat down and you know i it, it was kind of um uh, it kind of started out as a little more of a i what it is I sat down in the car I just go Shalala. la but then all of a sudden it just kicked on i started praying praying in the Holy ghost you know yeah. I was just kind of gonna kind of be kind of funny with with myself you know jumping in the car this morning I was running a little late and I was just sat down sha-la-la, but then Boy it just flowed up. I just prayed in the Holy Ghost.
1: Well, the Holy Spirit is a bubbling brook. In fact, <laughs> uh Jesus said yeah. that uh, yeah. uh, on the on the last day the great day of the feast, Jesus cried out, "If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink." Yeah. For out of his innermost being Thank you, Lord. shall flow rivers of yeah. living water. Yeah. Well, we want to be in the river. Yeah. Uh, we want to be walking in the spirit. Uh we want to be uh, you know, having a refreshing on our lives even when things are very, you know, uh, drab around us and, uh, you know, very difficult maybe, but we can stay in a place of God. We can stay uh, in a place of joy. I-, I love the joy of the Lord because it is our strength. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, joy, uh, you know, the Bible says yeah. that, uh, uh, you know, uh, a, a, a joyful heart is, is medicine. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it, it really helps us in yeah. every way.
0: It'll even get down to those crusty bones. Oh, it will. It gets down yeah, to no. the
1: bones. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> so, uh, ah, and by the way, when we the Holy Ghost right now. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Well, that's
1: another Lord. thing. When we're praying in the Holy Ghost, there's life. Mm, mm. The Bible says the law of the spirit of life
0: mm. in
1: Christ Jesus- has set us free. Thank you. From the law of sin and Thank death. Thank you. Thank you. So when you're feeling, you know, challenged by things that are going on in the world, step out of it. Mm-hmm. Step into life. Mm-hmm. Because the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says He raised us up with Him. Thank you. Now, Lord. that is a truth that everyone needs to get down on the inside of them. It says that he raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places, Ephesians two, six. And I'm not here to teach on that today, but we have a place of authority to occupy in this earth. And when we're praying in the spirit, especially we are occupying our place of authority. We are taking our place totally in in the realm Mm -hmm. of the spirit. And we are, uh, taking our place of authority with christ uh and and we need to be led by the spirit when we're taking our place too and and the holy spirit will tell us what to speak out yeah over situations and uh it, it will be powerful it'll be electric mm-hmm. it'll it'll have mm-hmm. uh it'll be infused with god's life yeah and it'll it'll do something in the realm of the spirit to change something there'll be something on it there'll be an anointing yeah yeah on it, yes. yeah,
0: yeah. yeah there'll be yeah. an anointing on it yeah and you'll have an authority beyond just your naturalness. I mean, you'll it'd be like you'll have the authority of the heavens behind you. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, Jesus
1: wanted us to know that all authority was given to him yeah. in heaven and on earth. Yeah. Matthew 28. He said, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Yeah. How could we go unless we were sent? Wow. And how could we go unless we had delegated authority from right. him yeah. Yeah. to accomplish his plans and purposes? Yeah. So another aspect of prayer, and I'm not going to go into it today, but in the five dynamics of prayer, the sections that my wife and I have taught for many, many decades, we have the importance of prayer. We all know that, I think, especially in this day. We have the power of prayer, what is released. Mm -hmm. We have the communion of prayer, which is communing with God in a place of fellowship every single day. And then we have the equipping of prayer. Mm. Well, you know, prayer does equip you. Mm -hmm. You know, David said, uh, my arms can bend a bow of bronze or steel. Mm. Hmm. said by my god i can run upon a troop and by my god i can leap over a wall yeah. so how could he do that he was equipped right. by the spirit of god by the spirit and uh, of course you see that david's prayers are all through the psalms and you can see all this other all these other scriptures and i want to mention this every prophet just about in the old testament was an intercessor wow sure abraham yeah Moses, certainly.
0: Yeah.
1: You have Samuel, Uh
0: David. Wow.
1: wow, Daniel.
0: That's Isaiah. That's a great point.
1: uh, Jeremiah and on and on it goes. Hmm. Those, they were called of God. Ezekiel. There are many. They were called of God to accomplish a work in their generation. It says about David that he fulfilled the purpose of God for his generation. Acts 13. Yeah. And I know that he was a, a great man of prayer. We, we can see that, especially when he was being hunted down by Saul. He was yeah. always crying yeah. out to God uh, for his intervention. So we know that intercession brings intervention. It mm. it, it brings Ooh. us into a place where we can stand in the gap and make up the hedge of protection around cities, people, nations. And also, it brings God on the scene. This is so important you know we need God to come on the scene, mm-hmm. and I'm all for you know us working in every realm there mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. to accomplish God's will and plan. Right. But you know if if we uh, forget about the most important realm, which is the spiritual realm, yeah, uh, we're going to be lacking in
0: victories and accomplishment. We shouldn't trade our seat there in the heavenlies for trying to accomplish something through the arm of the flesh down here that's exactly our calling our our high calling is to take up our position yes and that prayer position yes it is i mean and that's not saying don't do things here in the natural that's right uh but you know when he said occupy till i come my wife said something the other day and it just it it helped me see a nuance of that yeah but when he said occupy till i come he wasn't saying do everything you can in the arm of the flesh on the earth till I come back. He was yeah. saying, occupy your place in the heavenlies.
1: A- absolutely.
0: And we're partnering with him. They're praying out the plan,
1: praying out the plan, taking our place. Wow. In Christ. Yeah. And you know, another thing that everyone in the body of Christ needs to realize is that they're significant to God. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and their prayers are mighty mm-hmm. through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Yes, sir. Wow. You know, prayer is a mighty force for God. You know, we have so many uh people today that are uh you know, they're in different realms of endeavor to try to establish uh God's will on the earth, and we should support them in every way. But you know, the main support we should give them is prayer. Mm. Uh we should be praying over our representatives, uh, all the people that represent our cities, our states, our nation, we should be praying for people that we maybe don't even like, but we should be praying for yeah. for God to influence them, yeah. because prayer sends a divine influence to someone. Yeah. Now, whether they receive it or not, it's up to them because yeah. God's given everyone a free will. Yeah, yeah. But you can still surround them. Oh man! With divine influence wow. through wow. prayer. And that's why, you know, we have to be very careful what we say uh, about others because we don't know. Uh, The Bible just says pray for those in authority. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we may not agree with whatever, but you know what? We have a way of influence. It is called praying in the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I want to just mention one thing, and I'm going to go over it quickly, but uh, it's in Matthew 26. And... Uh, it is about the Lord when he was in the valley of uh, Gethsemane or the garden of Gethsemane excuse me and uh, and here in Matthew 26 and verse 41 uh, well let's start up in verse 38 it says then saith he unto them my soul is exceedingly sourful even unto death tarry here and watch with me well watch was a a byword that jesus used for prayer and you can see that in the old testament we don't mm-hmm. have time to get into that today but the watchman mm-hmm. the watchman is they they stand on the walls of jerusalem and and pray day and night you know mm-hmm. uh it, it's it's a byword for for uh, prayer and intercession he says watch with me and that's what we can really do in intercession we can watch with him and he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, "Oh my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou will. Of course, we know everything Jesus did was in the Spirit, so he's he's, he's praying in the Spirit right now. He was, of course, he had the Spirit without measure. Verse 40, And he cometh unto the disciples and findeth them asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, this is something I think is very important. At a time, a very crucial time in history, where our redemption was about to be consummated mm-hmm. with Jesus' death on the cross, the disciples were asleep. Asleep. <laughs> so let's not be uh, asleep in this Lord, hour.
0: Help us. Yeah, right. That's
1: kind of an exhortation for us, not to be asleep.
0: Yeah.
1: And saith hmm. unto Peter, what could ye not watch with me one hour? And then verse 41, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And he went away again a second time and prayed, saying, oh, my father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. Now, that cup was the cup of judgment for our sins. Mm -hmm. And that's what he was going to drink on the cross. He was going to take our punishment, our -hmm. judgment for sin. And redeem us forever and then it goes on and says and he came and found them asleep again and their eyes were heavy and he left them and went away again and prayed the third time saying the same words the point is this jesus himself had to pray to get his will mind and emotions in line with god's will mm-hmm. right it, he knew what was coming because he knew prophetic scriptures, he understood Isaiah 53 very, very clearly. Mm -hmm. So he knew that he would suffer. He knew that he would be scourged. Mm -hmm. He he knew that, you know, trouble was at hand, Mm -hmm. but you know what he did to prepare himself, to equip himself, to walk to Calvary was he prayed. Mm -hmm. He got his will in line with the father. And he finally said in that passage, not my will, but your will be done. So we're talking about intercessory prayer. All the Mm. aspects, all the benefits that it does or performs in our life. I want to go on and uh, uh, to Ezekiel 22. Ezekiel was a tremendous intercessor as well. And Ezekiel 2230. We'll look at this quickly here. You know, Ezekiel was living in a day, uh, really, of apostasy in in, in Israel. And uh, there was all sorts of, you know, departure from God and so forth. But he was standing in the gap for those people. And here it says, And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land. So this is inspired scripture. I sought for a man. Hmm. Didn't say I sought for many people. <laughs> in right. this situation, he sought for a man Yeah. among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. So we know what happened there, of course, and you know, the, eventually the glory of God left the temple uh, in Ezekiel, but it will return mm-hmm. when Jesus returns mm-hmm. and sets
0: up his millennial rule.
1: Yes. But you know, we're in a time where God needs us. That's the point I'm trying to get across yeah. with that scripture.
0: He didn't say he looked for an angel. He said he looked for a man. He looked for a man. Yeah.
1: In fact, I wanna I wanna to go to one other scripture and it's in Isaiah fifty nine. Yeah. And uh I'll just say I'll just say this. Um let's start in verse uh, Fourteen, Isaiah fifty nine fourteen, and judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off. The truth is fallen in the street, and uh, equity or justice cannot enter. Sounds like today. Wow. Yea, truth faileth, <clears throat> and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. Is persecuted in other words, and the Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no justice says judgment in King James, but in the Greek, it's justice. And he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no, no intercessor. intercessor. Wow. Therefore, his arm brought salvation unto him, and his righteousness, it sustained him. Talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. And he put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation on his head, and he put on the garments of vengeance— for clothing and was clad with zeal as a cloak. And Jesus said this, he made this statement in the Psalms. And again, it's reiterated in the new Testament zeal for thy house has consumed me. Mm-hmm. Jesus was sold out, sold out. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. he was all in.
0: Yeah. All in.
1: Totally. He was totally submitted to the will of God. And, and, Mm. We see that when there was no man found, Jesus came in and took that place. Yeah. And I want to give you one more scripture here along the lines of Jesus, our intercessor, and go to Hebrews 7, 24.
0: Hebrews 7.
1: Hebrews 7, 24.
0: Mm, Thank you, Lord.
1: And this is so powerful because... You know, sometimes people, because of events that are transpiring, you know, people, uh, they feel helpless. They feel powerless. What can we do? You can do more than you ever thought you could do. Mm -hmm. You can hook up with the Holy Ghost. And you can pray in the Spirit in a divine prayer language. And you can bring forth the plans and the purposes of God into the earth to change things mm-hmm. and to bring transformation. You know, I can't get into t- today, all the great revivals. I've studied many of them, but there was one of them, the great Welsh revival. Mm-hmm. There's another book uh, Hallelujah. that is out, uh, been out for years. Reese Howells intercessor. Yeah. Phenomenal book. A phenomenal book. I've read it three times, but you know, here were people committed to prayer. Yeah. And if you'll read that book, you'll see how they really, were very instrumental in uh, the final outcome mm-hmm. of World War II, I believe it was, and uh, so I want to read the scripture here. Jesus, well, let's go to uh, five 1st first. Let's go back there, and then as a as a little foundation here, Hebrews five seven. This was a lifestyle of Jesus, also of Paul, many intercessors in the Bible, Simeon, Anna, and I mentioned a bunch of Old Testament prophets. It says, verse 6, Hebrews 5, As he saith also in another place, Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications, Wow, wow. This is what Jesus did. Talking mm-hmm. about Jesus,
0: mm-hmm.
1: with a strong crying and tears unto Him that was able to save Him from death, and He was heard in that He feared. Wow! You know, wow! Your prayers, if you're born again, if you're a believer, if a believer in Jesus Christ, your prayers are heard. And it says right here. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared. Hmm. These are Holy Ghost anointed prayers. We're not talking about screaming. We're talking about real Holy Ghost praying. Yeah. And I think the word strong there is the prayer, is the thing we want to emphasize, strong prayer.
0: Yeah. This uh, is still happening.
1: This is still happening.
0: By the way, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up, yeah. Pastor Justin. And then as we go wow. to uh, Hebrews seven let's uh, go back up to uh, verse 24, talking about the priesthood of Christ. But this man, because he continueth forever, talking about Jesus, mm-hmm. hath an unchangeable priesthood, everlasting priesthood. Mm-hmm. He's our high priest. It talks about that in the same book, Hebrews three, one, wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost. Oh boy, do I like this verse? Yeah. Thank you. Wherefore Hallelujah. he, Jesus, our high priest is able Amen. also to save to the uttermost. Those that draw near to him through God, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them wow you know there's a lot in this book of Hebrews about his priesthood and I really encourage you to read it but here we're talking about the high priest interceding Mm -hmm. and because of his intercession pure totally innocent undefiled intercession before God powerful intercession. Mm -hmm. He is able to save to the uttermost those that draw near to God through him since he ever liveth. That talks about the present-day ministry of Jesus Christ. Since he ever liveth to make intercession for them. So, I want to just say this. I don't want to forget to say it, but when we pray in the Spirit, and we're really hooked up, Pastor with the Holy Ghost, with the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. Mm-hmm. We actually enter in, I believe, to Christ's intercession. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we're praying. Totally.
1: Together with him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that word, that whole verse in Romans 8, 26 and 27, it implies we're to take hold together with.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So we're we're praying together with him. We're in a place with God. You know, there's no separation in the spirit, especially between the head of the church and the body of Christ.
0: Yeah, we're one. We're one. Yeah. The the head then would be giving the unction to the body or the movements to the body then. So true. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're actually moving with him.
1: We're actually moving with him. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So this so that's strong. Like like what you were reading over there in, in the days of his flesh, when he offered up prayers, supplications with New King James says vehement, yeah. cries and tears S- sometimes when when intercession hits, there's um, there's some particular nuances it seems with intercession or travail, but we we are getting into that passionate place, those strong yes. prayers, sometimes it's yes. groanings, yes, but we're we're groaning with him, yes, basically, we're not making up our own groan, that's right somewhere it's not fleshly yeah that's that's just a song and dance we're we're talking about if we're really by the spirit uh the the spirit's connecting with us we're we're joining he's grabbing hold with us we literally begin to move in christ's intercession absolutely i mean that's phenomenal
1: what a privilege what a privilege i was going to say (laughs) what a privilege a privilege to be praying along with him to be entering into his intercession yeah and at the beginning of the broadcast you mentioned that verse in james i think it is 516 where it says the fervent effectual or heartfelt it says in the amplified prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available Available. think about that Woo! why why aren't we praying more brother joe (laughs) well you know the reason why is because one thing is
0: We're falling asleep.
1: we don't see the we don't have the revelation yeah. that we need to have and we don't see yeah. the dynamics of what prayer accomplishes. And the other thing is, you know, like Brother Hagin would say, when we pray in the spirit, you might start out in the flesh, but you'll end up in yeah. the spirit. You know, yeah. There is there is spiritual resistance to us praying. Yeah. Any kind of prayer, any kind of prayer. Yeah. Uh because it dismantles, and I won't use that word again, prayer dismantles the plans of the devil. Wow. And actually, when we're praying in the spirit, we can, I don't know how to word it exactly, but we can go into a place in God where things that the devil has planned to happen never happen.
0: Never happen, yeah.
1: They're dismantled, they're diffused, and uh, uh, there's there's just no no way that they can
0: come to pass or or happen. So no, now, go ahead. Maybe a little nuance here that sure. I want to add in here is there is, and you had alluded to it, there is significant resistance to prayer. Mm-hmm. And just like where we read where the disciples, they were falling asleep, I believe that there are spiritual strategies that will work against you where suddenly, listen, yeah. and notice this, I mean, if, sure. if, if, if y'all are ever getting into that place of prayer or even Bible study and all of a sudden you're just overcome with sleep or you're like suddenly very like tired recognize that as a strategy of the enemy working against your flesh working against the soul part of you yes Uh, I remember I I think it was Jerry Savell. um it was one of those those guys that run with Brother Copeland maybe it was Jesse I don't know I but I think it was Jerry but he he said in the early days when he was waking up early to spend time with the Lord and study the Bible and stuff, he would have to go into the bathroom and stand on, on the edge of the tub. <laughs> because, you know, if if, if yeah. he wasn't paying attention, he would slip yeah. off and yeah. and fall because he, he had to keep himself awake. Yeah. It, and I don't know why that is. It seems like it's a spiritual strategy of some some sort, but some people... I have faced this myself. It's like, I'm not tired. How come all of a sudden when I go to sit down and pray, I'm yawning like crazy, and it's like, okay. Well, the enemy's trying to keep us out of the place of prayer. Notice yeah, Jesus said, wake up, good. guys. Listen, wake up. This is not a time to slumber. This is a time to pray. And a lot of the church, man, I think has been lulled to sleep. Jesus is saying, wake well, up. We got some stuff to do.
1: Well, you know, there's so many scriptures that support that too. And this is something the Lord's been showing me, though. As I've been uh, it says in uh, Ephesians 5 that we should awake yeah um, and that Christ will shine on us yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but I have a sense um, mm. I pray every day, basically, I have a sense now, that the body of Christ actually is in a much better place yeah. than they know. I believe that. Hallelujah. Because, you know, Jesus said, I will build my church and the yeah. gates of hell or the authority of hell yeah. will not prevail against yeah. it. Now that's a prophetic word. Yeah. Uh, Jesus was a prophet. Yeah. Uh, apostle, pop, prophet, master, yeah. Walked teacher. in the fullness of it. Yeah. Hallelujah. And another thing that Jesus said that was very prophetic he said my house shall be called a house of prayer yeah. for all the people yeah now that verse appears in isaiah 56 7 matthew 21 13 wow. mark eleven, seventeen,
0: 17
1: <laughs> and luke chapter 19 and i believe it's somewhere around 45 46 wow that verse my house shall be a house of prayer for all the nations or all the peoples, depending on the translation appears four times in the Bible. Wow. Now, anytime God repeats himself four times, yeah. uh, we need to take notice. Yeah. That actually, he did that. Of course, when he was driving the merchandisers right, out of the right. temple and, uh, and then he was establishing God's, uh, prophetic word for the temple. My house shall be called mm. a house mm. of prayer for all the people. So in essence, that word has not gone away. Yeah. That word is still alive in every generation for for the church wow. Wow. down through this time now. Wow. My house shall be a house of prayer yeah. for all the nations. When the church comes together and sees all the prophetic statements that Jesus made, uh it begins to open their eyes. Hmm to um how god wants us to approach things mm-hmm. and the first way that god always wants us to approach things is not necessarily to call our congressman although that's good and i've
0: done that <laughs> yeah. and I, I not believe in it call somebody but, about these gas prices
1: but but the first thing <laughs> the first approach god wants us to make yeah is prayer
0: his prayer yeah uh,
1: approach the throne make
0: room. your petitions known, known to room. him
1: yeah absolutely yeah and you know prayer will do something for you that really nothing else can because in prayer you're learning to flow in the holy spirit flow up out of your spirit it'll bypass your mind it's it's not mindless but it'll bypass your mind and you'll begin to god will begin to speak to you impression with things give you a sense of things uh you may even have uh you know a vision or whatever. But what I'm saying is God will interact with you through prayer. Hallelujah. He will. And you know, this is something we really need today. We don't, we need the body, the whole body. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know there's powerful prayer people in the body and thank God for them. And we need to pray for them too, because they're on the front lines all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you know, the whole body of Christ needs to enter in. Yeah, to intercession,
0: hallelujah, uh,
1: especially in these
0: end times. Joe, we just we just got a couple minutes left here, and I w- want to give you just a moment to just put any closing thoughts. But also, I want you to pray concerning that right there, that people would just maybe even receive a spirit of prayer even now. Yes, but uh, definitely awake to the the uh, possibilities um, of our partnership in prayer with Him. So any. Closing thoughts, any final thoughts? Just kind of summarize, wrap up what we've chatted about.
1: I just want to say this, that God needs you in your place. Hallelujah. Oh, that's so true. Whoever you are, don't think you're insignificant by any means. You're a member of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. His life, the life of Christ, flows down through every member of the body. We are one with him. The Bible says he was joined himself to the Lord is one spirit with him. Mm. Mm. So we want to walk in the spirit, live in the spirit, and we want to be that one spirit with him. So I want to pray today. Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are the head of the church. Yes. You are our intercessor. Your Holy Spirit was sent to intercede, to stand in the gap, to mm. make up the hedge. Thank you, Lord. To bring forth the plans and purposes of God in the earth. Lord, I pray that every Christian will see the importance and significance of their place yes. in prayer. Yes. That we won't just leave it to certain people, but all of us will take up the mantle, as you would say, of prayer. And learn to walk in the spirit with you in a place in the heavenlies. The Bible says that we can walk in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. It says we have been seated with him in heavenly places. We are in a place above, but we can influence everything going on below. Wow. And so now is the time for us to take up intercession Mm. and to pray in the spirit yeah and if you don't know the spirit of god or maybe you're not filled with the spirit you can still occupy a place of prayer with god if you're born again but when you get filled with the spirit of god you will have a divine prayer language where you can begin to operate in a very powerful way in prayer thank you lord uh, by praying in the holy spirit yes Yes. and so in this day and in this hour we need to use everything at our disposal to accomplish the will and the plan and the purpose of God I want to just say years ago when God sent me into Russia I was in a prayer room in a church in Tulsa Oklahoma by myself and I was praying in the spirit they had a big map on the wall of that prayer room and I after praying for some time, I went to the map and the Lord began to show me that I would, I would go there. Wow. I, I would be there as time went by. I, I went there 14 times and I went, you know, from one end of it to the other and God uh, did some, you know, wonderful things by his spirit. It wasn't me, but it's, what God was doing at the time. Wow. And I just want to say that if you want to be used of God in this hour, uh, the Bible says that the spirit of God intercedes for us to be in our place Mm. in this hour. Mm. So as we pray in the spirit in other tongues, the Holy spirit moves us into our place, into the place of ministry that God has appointed for us in this hour so it's very important thank you lord that we learn to walk in the
0: spirit in this time thank you lord hallelujah take your place in prayer friend take your place in prayer hallelujah all right joe hey how can people get a hold of you i know you're on linkedin and you do like a like a daily blog on there now you're writing some tremendous things tell us how uh we can get a hold of you follow you find out what you're doing share with us those ways of accessing you
1: Okay, I I'm on LinkedIn under Joe Franta and uh I do a devotional every day. Uh it does go around the world. Um I I did it because the Lord instructed me to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh it's amazing what God is doing with it. Yeah. And the people that are uh, you know, being uh affected by it. And so you can reach me on LinkedIn under Joe Franta, and uh, you can uh, actually get my posts every day, uh, or as often as I, I post them. And they're usually pretty relevant, excuse me, to what God's doing today. Yeah. And you'll see it in Scripture, because they're full of Scripture.
0: Hallelujah. Okay check them out on LinkedIn. Joe, again, thank you so much for being here. Listen, I want want to give a big shout out to all of our prayer partners. Thank you so much. Uh, We covet your prayers. Hey, if there is something maybe that was stirred today and you want to reach out to somebody and say, hey, would you just agree with me on this or that? If we could answer any questions, we would love to do that. We'd love to pray with you. You can reach out to us at hello at gracecitychurch.tv. That's hello at gracecitychurch.tv or call us 870-741-9099. Also, I want to say thank you to all of our financial partners. If you have given anything at all towards this podcast, while wow, we are so grateful. If you would like to participate in that way, several ways that you can do that. Uh, If you're in the United States, you can text to give 84321. That's 84321. Follow the prompts or go to our website, gracecitychurch.tv forward slash give. Or, hey, uh, you can mail a check, PO Box 7, Harrison, Arkansas, 72602. Listen, friends, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been the Grace for This City podcast. And until next time, be blessed.